Charles Dickens once said, Reflect on your present blessings, of which every man has many, not on your past misfortunes, of which all men have some. Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Good morning, friends. How are you doing today? I am so excited to be here with you today, if even for just a few minutes. Um, I say that because today I am actually sharing a previous episode with you. In all honesty, um, with this being Thanksgiving week, my kids have the entire week off of school, and I just don't have the bandwidth to write and record and post a new episode today, especially when I already have a really good Thanksgiving themed episode. Um, so I wanted to share that with you today. It's actually, it actually was the second episode ever of the Elegant Balance podcast. And I know that some of you maybe haven't been following the podcast since the very beginning. So I hope that maybe for some of you, it serves as a good reminder. And for some, some others of you, maybe it's the first time you've even ever heard it. So this episode is focused on practicing gratitude a lot of times you will see spots in journals or in um, in planners or even you just see it pop up on social media a lot about practicing gratitude. But what I want to share with you today in this episode is why practicing gratitude is so helpful and effective and that practicing gratitude can even help your work-life balance. So without further ado, I'm going to let you dive into this episode. This is typically a season of gratitude, yet I know several of us are struggling to practice it this year. We are worn down, frustrated, and worried. However, this frustration and weariness is exactly why I wanted to record this podcast for you today. I want to invite you to take a step back. In fact, go ahead and grab a cup of coffee. Sit down. Relax. Go ahead. You can hit pause. I can wait. Thanksgiving is just around the corner, and if you're anything like me, you recently realized that your children have the whole week off from school, and you might have slightly panicked like I did. I love my children, but an entire week with them at home can be really difficult. We have a lot more fun together when I'm not trying to be super mom and employee of the year at the same time. We learned that lesson during quarantine. When we're faced with times like these, Times when our two worlds of work and family inevitably collide. Times when you feel stuck in between the demands of your job and your desire to do a good job and the demands of your family and your desire to love, care for, and spend time with them. A really great exercise to practice is gratitude. This practice allows us to gain a fresh perspective on our situation And I'm sure many of you agree, we can all use this from time to time. So, to give you a better idea about what I'm talking about, let's define gratitude. 
Gratitude doesn't really cleanly fit into just one box. It's been classified as an emotion, an attitude, a moral virtue, a personality trait, and a coping resource. Gratitude can be defined as a generalized tendency to recognize and respond with grateful emotion to the roles of other people's benevolence in the positive experiences and outcomes that one obtains. Now I know that's a mouthful. So in other words, gratitude stems from the recognition that we have received something positive that wasn't necessarily earned or deserved from somebody else. Synonyms for gratitude include gratefulness, thankfulness, appreciation, and graciousness. So you might be thinking, yeah, Kaylee, I already knew that. Or maybe you're thinking, I am grateful, but what do you mean by practicing gratitude? The intentional practice of expressing our gratitude isn't something that should be reserved for sitting around the table on Thanksgiving Day. Instead, identifying the things that we're grateful for should be an exercise that we do every day. This is what I mean by practicing gratitude. Why would we take time to do that, you might be asking yourself. Well, for one, research supports the notion that practicing gratitude can lead to all sorts of benefits for us, both at home and at work. A key theme in much of the work family research, and specifically the research that's focused on the stress associated with work family conflict, is that we all need resources to help us meet the demands that come our way. Resources have been defined in many ways, but the main idea is that they help us achieve our goals. Resources can be physical, such as time, money, or energy, psychological, such as our positive mood, cognitive, like our attention span or memory, or physiological, such as our health or our sleep quality. The more resources that you have, the better prepared you will be to successfully take care of all of your responsibilities, whether they be at home or at work. Farther, having access to resources can also help protect you from stress, overwhelm, and burnout, something that we all desire. Think about it. Many of us are working from home and caring for our children during this pandemic. This results in a lot of demands being placed on us, such as teaching our children, fixing their meals, attending Zoom meetings, working out, and so on and so on. These demands are much easier to take care of when we have things like time, energy, a positive mood, a good night's sleep, all of which can be classified as resources. So, what does this have to do with gratitude? Well, the intentional practice of gratitude has been shown to help build up resources. Specifically, research has linked gratitude to a set of psychological resources such as happiness, life satisfaction, positive mood, optimism, hope, and overall psychological well-being. There's even evidence that gratitude is linked to physiological resource gains, such as sleep quality and reduced blood pressure. This makes me really, really excited. We don't always have a lot of control over the resources that are available to us. We can't create more time or energy or money with the snap of our fingers. If you have figured out how to do this, please fill me in. Yet the simple act of identifying the blessings in our life can help us build up some resources so that we can successfully take on each day. In case I haven't convinced you yet, 
I'm going to say it again. Expressing gratitude is not just for Thanksgiving Day. So how do we practice gratitude? Well, research has suggested a few different aspects of a gratitude practice that make it more effective. First, voluntary participation is critical. Individuals who choose to intentionally practice gratitude will experience greater benefits from the practice than individuals who are forced to do so. This means that you have to decide to do this for yourself, not because I want you to or because your best friend keeps telling you how amazing it is and that you should do it. You have to do it for you. Second, the effort that you put into your gratitude practice matters. Individuals who approach this exercise expecting it to be useful and completing it repeatedly and attentively are going to experience greater benefits. In other words, if you really want to increase your resources and reap the benefits from a gratitude practice, don't just halfway do it. I for one think it's pretty incredible that you have the ability to increase your own happiness and well-being just by identifying the things that you're grateful for. So what does this practically look like? Honestly, practicing gratitude is really simple. I like to incorporate it into what I call my elegant morning routine. Basically, I get my journal out and write down at least three things that brought me joy the day before. I try not to be too general. I want to identify specific moments and memories that I am grateful for. For example, instead of just saying my kids each morning, even though I am very grateful for them, I would write down something more specific, like I am grateful for the experience of watching my children dig through the Christmas decorations and seeing the pure joy and delight at all the treasures that they found in those boxes. See how much more specific that is? It makes me smile again, just saying it out loud. In addition to listing out all of your blessings, you can also practice gratitude by reaching out to someone who, that you, who you are grateful for or expressing your gratefulness to them. This can be done by sending a letter to them, or an email, or even a text, calling them, or even visiting them. This practice isn't rocket science, and it probably won't take you more than 10 minutes each morning, but it will begin to train your brain to look for the blessings throughout the day. Researchers call this training our cognitive biases. Being women filled with gratitude, positivity, and joy will inevitably spill over into the other areas of our lives and help us take another small step toward the elegant balance that we are all seeking. Thank you so much for listening to the Elegant Balance Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future conversations. Also, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you, friends, and have a beautiful, joy-filled week.